Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello and welcome to episode number five, People Pleasers. Before I start, I want to give you a definition of people pleaser, what I consider a people pleaser. So, of course, it's somebody who wants to please people, but they want other people to feel happy so that they can feel happy, or they want other people to feel good so that those people will like them and think good things about them. So, the idea is that I'm going to do something for you to make you feel good. And then in return, you're going to like me and feel good about me. Sometimes a people pleaser isn't necessarily wanting somebody to like them, but they're so uncomfortable watching somebody else feel bad or sad that they desperately try and please them so that the people pleaser doesn't have to feel uncomfortable anymore watching that person feel sad. So if the motivation for pleasing others is a little selfish, and you're trying to control those around you so that you can feel good, you can know, okay, I'm people-pleasing. When I was growing up, we would always ask my mom, what would you like for your birthday or what do you want for Christmas? And she always said, I just want everybody to be happy. And it sounds like such a pretty thought, but the reality was she was always trying to make us happy. And then when we weren't happy, after she'd killed herself to try and make us happy, it broke her heart and it was so hard on her because it was motivated from this idea of if you're happy, then I can feel happy. I am a recovering people pleaser and I feel like I've come a long ways on this journey and I still have a ways to go, I think. But I don't want you to think being a people pleaser is the wrong way to be, that you're somehow not a good person or doing it right if you are a people pleaser. For me, I decided that I wanted to stop being a people pleaser because it wasn't giving me the kind of life I wanted. I felt a lot of resentment towards people. I felt like I didn't know myself very well. And I was so tired. Being a people pleaser really wasn't serving me. It was making me more bitter and angry than happy. So just know, if you're a people pleaser, you're not doing life wrong. But it is possible that you aren't living in a way that's going to create the most fulfillment and happiness for you or give you the most fulfilling and happy relationships, whether that relationship is with others or even with yourself. But again, we people please because we want to make other people happy so that we can feel happy and that those people will think good thoughts about us. And then we can feel like we are valuable and likable and good. The problem is that people pleasers are always putting their ability to feel good, either emotionally or good about themselves, into the hands of other people. Because if those other people aren't happy, then they don't feel like they can be happy. If those people don't like them and think good thoughts about them, they don't feel like they can think good thoughts about themselves. And so it increases their need to control what other people think and feel, because the people pleaser is ultimately trying to be happy themselves. It's really trying to control something that you can't control. And that's the emotions of other people. 
So I have a few reasons why I have been working to move away from being a people pleaser. And obviously partly because it's not really genuine. It's not really me being my best self, but also because it doesn't really serve my life very well. And so I'm going to just share with you some of the reasons why I think if you're a people pleaser, you might want to consider stopping. So for me, the very first thing was just this feeling like I don't know myself. I was always more focused on what other people wanted. What did they want to do? What did they want to eat? Where did they want to go? What was important to them? By doing that, I feel like I kind of lost touch with myself because I was worried so much about everyone else and their desires. So if you're somebody like this, I would encourage you to start practicing expressing some of your desires. It doesn't have to be anything big and you don't have to be so tied to it and married to it. It's just maybe if you're going out for dinner saying, I would really like Indian food tonight. But if the rest of you want Japanese, I'm happy to go there. That's just a practice of being able to state what you want instead of, I don't know, where do you guys want to go? It doesn't matter to me. Where do you guys want to go? Actually stating a little bit of what you want is just good practice. As a young mother, we lived in an area of the city where the housing was really tight and our little kids all played together in the courtyard that was in the middle of all of our homes. And so we were all in the same situation. Most of us had husbands in school and these little kids. So we often would exchange babysitting with each other. But there were just some days when I just felt like I couldn't handle it. I felt overwhelmed with my two little girls and I felt like I don't want to babysit today because it felt like every day somebody would ask. And I remember talking to my aunt and she said, well, what do you do when somebody asks and you don't want to babysit? So I said to her, I just make up a story to get out of it. Oh, we have an appointment today. I'm so sorry. Can't. And in not even a judgmental way or anything, just really stating fact, my aunt said to me, so you lie? And I was so shocked because I didn't feel like I was lying. I felt like it was self-preservation. It was just, this is what I had to do because they're putting me in the situation where now I look like a jerk if I say no. But if I have a reason for saying no, something really valid for saying no, then I don't look bad and I can, you know, take care of myself. But when she said to me, so you lie, I realized she's right. I lie. And people pleasers are liars. And here I am trying to make sure that this person thinks well of me, right? I don't want them to think I'm a selfish jerk, so I'm going to tell this lie. When in reality, I can't even think well of myself because I'm lying. And if they knew I was lying, they're not going to think well of me. But it felt so justified because I couldn't think of anything else to do. I couldn't think that I could simply say, I'm so sorry. I can't help you today. That's it. But it just never crossed my mind. So now when I'm with people who admit that they're people pleasers or that you kind of can get a sense or they're a people pleaser, I don't always trust that if I ask them to help me or ask them for something that they're going to tell me the truth. And I know that because I lied for so many years trying to people please that I realized, oh, people totally will lie to you trying to protect your feelings, trying to save face. And so then it always puts me on guard a little bit because I'm not sure if they're actually going to tell me what is true. And it's not because 
I think they need to be brutally honest. I don't want to be brutally honest and rude, but I want to be honest. And it's so easy for people pleasers to lie and not just to other people, but to themselves. The biggest lie that people pleasers believe is that when everyone else is happy, then they're going to be happy. The truth is, it never works out that way. If by some miracle, everybody is happy, most likely the people pleaser has killed themselves to do it and they're not happy. And if they've killed themselves to do it and people aren't happy, then they're really not happy. So ask yourself seriously, what are the lies that I believe? What are the lies that I tell in an attempt to please people and create this feeling that I want everybody to have and try and control? The other thing that I really came to see for myself is that I didn't want to take responsibility for the things that I wanted because I felt like I couldn't people please and do that. So I remember quite a few years back, some of our friends calling to say that they were coming into town and they wanted to come and spend the weekend with us. And I instantly was, was thinking, this is a bad weekend to have company. My husband was going to be on call. We had many kids going in many different directions. I was already trying to arrange people to drive and drop off and pick up and get everyone where they needed to be. And we had a lot happening even on Sunday. And I just knew this is a bad weekend for company. I can't take care of somebody very well. I can't be a good hostess or even a good friend. But I was so afraid to just say, I'm so sorry. This is actually a terrible weekend for us. So instead, I said, we would love you to come. It would be so amazing. I do need to tell you some of the things we have to do this weekend, just so that you know there'll be some times when we're not around. And I went to this massive list of all the things that we had to be at and where all of our kids needed to be. Because in my mind, I thought they're going to hear this and they'll decide, oh, this isn't a good weekend. So I went through the whole list. And in the end, they were like, great, we'll have so much fun. We're coming. And I was so bothered. In my mind, I was like, I just told them all the things that we're doing and they're still going to come. I was so upset because the reality is I wanted to be the people pleaser and I had put the responsibility on them to make the right decision, right? I wanted to be the hero who was so welcoming and wanted them to come, but they knew it wasn't the right thing to do. And so they didn't come, but no, they came. And the whole time I was thinking how they were the problem when the truth was I was the problem. I was the one who decided that it meant more to me to look like a good person rather than say what was true, which leads me into the next reason why I really wanted to stop people pleasing. And that's because I would people please at my own expense or at the expense of my children and husband. And it's not because we should never sacrifice for others. That is not what I mean. But when you're trying to control how someone else feels, and when you're willing to do that at the sacrifice of your sanity, your energy, your money, or your time, so that you can make them feel good and make yourself look good, in the hopes that in the end, everybody's going to feel good, that's when it's a problem. Because by the end of that weekend, I was a wreck. I had not been the person I wanted to be. I was full of resentment and I knew in the end it, that was on me. I was the one who did that to me and to my kids. So really be honest with yourself. How do you people please at your own expense? 
or the expense of your children because I honestly expected my husband and children to people please as well. If I was people pleasing, I thought everybody had to step up and do the same thing. And so I really did teach my children that you want to be a good person, you people please, which I'm not super happy about. But that is what I did. So like I said above, resentment is inevitable. And I was so sick of feeling resentment. And I just knew I have to change my people pleasing because I don't want to resent people anymore. And when I coach so often my clients, whether it's just a different part of their marriage or whether it's their intimate relationships, the resentment can be so deep because they've been people pleasing and trying to control their spouse's emotions. So I will offer to them, you could stop people pleasing in this relationship. And often they'll say to me, oh, so what? I just need to be like a selfish jerk. It's really funny how people pleasers feel like they can either be a total jerk or they have to roll over and die for what anyone wants, that there's no in between. So I just offered that instead of people pleasing, they could stop agreeing to things that they would resent that person for later. This is one of the models that I have adopted over the last few years. I don't say yes to anything that I will resent someone for later. I don't say yes to my husband or my kids or anyone else if I know I will resent them. Now, I don't do this perfectly, but if resentment comes up, I know it's because I've created it and I've usually created it trying to people please. So again, if you're not sure how you're people pleasing, watch the relationships or the places in your life where you feel resentment. Do you resent your job? Is it because you spend your whole day people-pleasing there? Think about it. Get really honest with yourself because the reality is it is impossible and exhausting to try and people-please all the time. You just cannot create feelings of happiness in other people and you can't make people like you. Now, I know that there are people out there who really love to serve and in truth, most of the people pleasers, people who would say, yes, I am a people pleaser, most of those people actually love to serve. And so they worry. They feel like, well, if I'm not a people pleaser, will I stop serving people? Or how do I know if I'm doing this out of genuine love for somebody? And all I can say is you have to check in with yourself and be honest. Are you doing it so that somebody's going to feel good or feel good about you? Or are you doing it because it's just the kind of person you want to be? And should that person reject, completely reject your kindness, will you still be able to feel good about how you acted and not resent them? That will help you to know if you're genuinely serving for them or if you're people-pleasing. So just start being honest with yourself and with others. Take little baby steps as you say what you want or what is real for you. Don't feel the need to swing way to the other end of the spectrum with, I don't care what anyone thinks of me and I just watch out for me and me alone now. This is not necessary. You can still live with integrity for the person that you are and with the values that you have and not be a people pleaser anymore. One of the greatest byproducts for me as I have let go of the people pleasing besides the fact that resentment is gone, which has been so huge, has been how much I genuinely enjoy serving other people now. 
because I'm not worried about what they think about me. If I can't do it, I say no. I'm so sorry. I wish I could. I can't do it. And it just feels so free to offer what I have to offer without trying to make anybody feel something. I just offer to you that it is completely possible to still be that person who is good and serves and loves and who has concern and genuine caring about the feelings of other people without being a people pleaser. That you can drop all the stuff of, I need you to feel good so I can feel good and just totally go into a place of, I love me and take care of me and I can love and serve you. And I do it purely just because I love you and that's the person I want to be. Good luck, my people pleasers. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.com.